Hi, so welcome back to A Step Above Hearing Podcast. Today I have Paul Zuniga with me. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, when I first started this podcast, Paul, well, not when I first started it, but I guess a little bit after, I heard that Paul was into listening also, but in with a, perhaps a different perspective than I initially started this podcast with. Um, he was talking about how there is a lack of people being able to listen to pe- others who do not agree with them or with who, like with who, if they don't agree with them at all. Um, and that there's kind of maybe a lack of empathy and understanding because of people not listening to one another. And I thought that was interesting, and I thought that this was a perfect place to kind of, I don't know, just... Yeah, talk, talk it out. Talk that out. Yeah. So well, tell us a little you. bit about yourself first. And uh, just... Okay, so I go to the University of Georgia. I'm studying insurance, um, business, you know, contrary to my passions, mind you, which would be along the lines of the arts, mm-hmm. such as... Music, cinematography, and what have you there. And I chose business just because I wanted to get a some you know somewhat stable degree, and then if I wanted to pursue the arts after, I would do that. So that's where I'm going right now. Um, shout out to all your friends who like musical theater and theater and <laughs> acting and whatnot. How you doing? Um, so yeah, I am from a big family, uh, one of 11, so if you can guess, I'm, uh, yes, a Catholic, <laughs> uh, big family, um, Very, li- we live into that stereotype really well, um, and yeah, I wanted to talk about listening and understanding who you are speaking to and where they are coming from, which would then allow you to understand why their disposition is the way that it is. And accepting the fact that sometimes you might disagree with somebody and you can still respect them, have fruitful conversation, and even be friends with them, you know? You don't always have to be an enemy towards somebody that doesn't agree with you 100%. Because there's always a reason, I think, behind why people have certain viewpoints. They're not... Sure, there might be some, but most people in this world aren't uh, thinking one thing because they hate and they want evil upon this world. Most people think certain things because they believe, they genuinely believe, no matter how much you disagree with them, that that is the best for them or for the world. So I think it's a really important thing, especially nowadays with this increase of polarizing thought that we could all learn that listening and understanding somebody and where they're coming from and disagreeing with them, but respecting them still is a a uh, very important thing to have and to talk about. I, I definitely think so. And I think that 
that is needed in today's society, in this country, with our age group, I think especially, because mm-hmm. I, sometimes I feel like there's this gap between ways of thinking in our age group, um, where I picture kind of like a tree, you know, we all like started at the trunk, and then now mm-hmm. is kind of like when we start to go separate ways, and there is no like reaching across, yeah. because um, we feel like we're so correct, Mm-hmm. And so right, because all of the ideas are so new and so fresh. Mm-hmm. And so why would you want to listen to another person that disagrees with you at such a young age when um, you're just taking everything in? Mm-hmm. Having said that, how do you go about going into a conversation knowing that you're going to dis- know that knowing that you don't agree with the person on the topic? So you know. So, so you're saying that you know you Yeah, let's set up somebody. a scenario where okay. you already know that you disagree, mm-hmm. but perhaps they brought it up or it's just naturally mm-hmm. come up. How do you go about listening mm-hmm. without tuning out, perhaps, or yeah. just kind of assuming that you know everything already? I would say that, well, one, for me, I would go in with an element of like I said, understanding where they're coming from. And if I don't understand where they're coming from, strive to understand where they're coming from or why they believe that. You know, ask ask them that question of why do you think that? And have that open mind because I think this isn't just Catholic philosophy, but you're called to love everybody no matter what. No matter what they believe or think you're called to love them and respect them as human beings so if you go into a conversation like that you should listen to them while loving them and ask yourself the question of you know why do they think this why are they believing this why do they um why do they support this clearly it's because um, of their past life, their past experiences, what they've learned in life, and what they think is right. So I'm going to strive to listen to them and understand why that is. And um, this is another thing that I think is lost is debate and argument. Argument doesn't mean you have to win. You don't have to win an argument to have a fruitful argument, fruitful conversation. You talk to them about why they think that, why they think X equals Y, and you talk to them about why you think X equals Z. And at the end of the conversation, hopefully you've understood each other's viewpoints and you still respect each other in part ways. And why is that good? Because knowledge, I think, and understanding of human beings is good. So I would say if I, um, as a Catholic talked to somebody who has values that are contrary to what uh, Catholics believe, I would say I would want to understand them and I would want to know why they believe that because clearly there's a reason why they think this is truth and this is right and it's okay and this is, you know, this is why I believe that. And I would, you know, listen and say, okay, that's great, good. I'm glad I learned that from you. This is why I believe this. And at the end of the conversation, hopefully I will have learned about them more and understood them more. And 
hopefully I've helped them as well in knowledge and increasing understanding of their viewpoint and perhaps um, where they come from, which would in turn help me understand other people who also believe the same thing or support the same thing, understand why they think that. Um, I think today a lot of people regard anybody who disagrees with them as completely not understanding them, completely um, hateful towards them. And perhaps that's the case in some regards. But I think the, the confusion there is because of this disagreement, there's, we think that there has to be, because we disagree, there's this discord between us and now we can't get along on anything where that shouldn't be the case. I should be able to, if you like theater and I like theater, but I disagree with you on this and you disagree with me on that. Let's say we're opposites on the political spectrum. That's really heated right now. But can we both enjoy Hamilton at the same time? I think so. I think that's, if we both like Hamilton, I think we both can get along in that way. And I think that's what's lost is we can disagree, but we can still love each other as human beings and respect each other as such and continue on in ways that we are similar. And maybe in turn, after learning about each other, we might be persuaded on something. Maybe I've come to understand this person's viewpoint on this because they've experienced it in such a hard way in life. And I'm like, wow, I've never experienced that. And you have such a good window into that experience. Let me get to know that more. Wow, that is softening what I thought originally. And now I'm slowly being like opening this door to that, that line of thought. And I think that's where love, respect, and friendship can come in handy with regards to disagreeing. I would have to agree. And I think that where that art of listening and debate and argument and perhaps even failing, um, or to what a lot of people call failing in mm-hmm. a debate, um, takes a certain amount of vulnerability that a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. Because if you are going into a conversation it's a lot easier to kind of draw this ultimatum um and saying well i believe what i believe and it's just easier that way because i don't have to be vulnerable you know Mm -hmm. so i think that it's while it is easier to perhaps not want to to not want to find people like your commonalities with others that you might disagree with common interests or things you both can enjoy and unite you as people Mm -hmm. um while that can be a good thing i think it's often difficult for people to see past maybe what's most important to them Mm -hmm. so how would you suggest kind of i don't know being vulnerable enough to have those conversations and yeah being open enough you're saying confidence thing um you're saying like the how can somebody, something that is so core to them, something that they identify with so much, so that somebody who dis, like disagrees with them so much, how can they get past that 
Is that what you're asking? Like, yeah, well, almost. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, but... And being vulnerable and talking about... Yeah, because even things. what you were saying is, you know, you might be persuaded mm-hmm. because another person might have a different perspective because mm-hmm. they've experienced it maybe more firsthand or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I think that going into the conversation, that requires a certain amount of vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, because if definitely. you don't go into it with that vulnerability, then you'll never have the opportunity to even... Mm-hmm learn that they maybe went through those things. Well, I think that vulnerability also comes from a humility, but also you need to want knowledge. You need to want to understand people and respect them. If you do not want to love everybody and respect them as human beings, or if you do not really want to seek to know other people's viewpoints, it's going to be very hard for you to enter those conversations. Because if somebody says, no, I disagree with you on that, oh, I support this, and you just say, no, shut off, no, I don't want to talk to you because you don't agree with me on that, well, then that totally leaves the conversation, it, it, that'll never happen. That leaves it in void. And you need to... I would say the person would need to want that understanding and want to seek out knowledge and understanding of other people and other viewpoints and seeking. And why do you seek that? Cause you seek truth. You seek to know other viewpoints, other, other knowledge than what you already have. So I would say the vulnerability would come from you being able to accept that you might not know everything there is to know in the world already, which can be difficult and challenging. It sounds so conceited how I say that, like, oh, obviously I don't think I know everything in the world. But it's hard to say, maybe I might be wrong in this. And I want to seek out other people's viewpoints and talk to them on why I think this way. And perhaps there might be a fruitful exchange of knowledge maybe it's one-sided maybe it's two-sided but either way it's that desire to know knowledge and accept that you might be wrong in things and that's hard and I think that is necessary to have these conversations because that's the vulnerability people don't like to enter into right it's that what if I lose? What if I quote unquote lose? What if I am wrong? Or what if I am right and I'm challenged in being wrong, but I still think I'm right. So I'm just going to shut this down because I'm afraid of thinking that I might be wrong. And that's, I think something that people do not in large part want to enter into because that's hard that is a weird position to be in weird position to be in and a weird feeling to have and it's very humbling as well because it's like dang shoot I think this person might be right Mm. but it's that respect of knowledge and learning and the pursuit of truth that you need to have and also of course the love and respect for the other person that you're speaking to and with that love and respect probably comes a certain standard too you know, if you have, if you think you know what this person thinks already, um, and you think you know everything about their life and why they think that perhaps already going mm-hmm. into the conversation, then 
you're probably not holding them to the highest yeah. standard. Mm-hmm. You probably already um, have you know made up details to fill the gaps that you don't know. Yeah. Perhaps about this person. Mm-hmm. And by that same token, it's the it is very important, like you said, to not throw these assumptions on people like, oh, you believe this, so I, uh, th- th- that means you believe this, this, and this, and this, and I don't agree with that because that and that and that, so I just don't even have a point in listening to you right now because I already know everything you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a flaw in that because everybody is different, and everybody has different experiences in their lives, and there's always reasons personally to why they believe or support certain things and they're bound to be different than this other person that supports the same thing and also there can be a general misunderstanding um, that can arise I would say a big um, one of the most I'm not going to explain it or anything but the big one of the biggest misunderstandings um, people that aren't Catholic have would be on the, the what we believe about the Virgin Mary and Mary Mother of God and it's like what the heck is that uh, you believe this uh, uh, you know and there's a lot to it and if there's this general misunderstanding that has built up most people think they already know what it is they know or most people already think that um, Catholics hate um, you know, a homosexual person or a bisexual person. They just, no, the Catholics hate them. And that is, that can be found, sadly. Uh, that can be um, found in some Catholics. But true, truthfully, what the, what you're supposed to do as a Catholic is love them authentically, not just say you love them. You are supposed to love these people and respect them and, you know, respectfully. And so, you know, you're supposed to not just shun them away or anything like that. That's terrible. That is not what you're... And I would say, sadly, that that's what has been a big impression on society from Catholics, which is... But that's just an example of how easily um, this painting can be drawn of what the like the blanket blanket statement over all Catholics what they think. Where in truth, um, it shouldn't be. So, and quite often you'll find people who aren't that way, and they believe no, we're supposed to love everybody with respect. Even if I disagree with you on this, I am going to respect you as a human being. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> and long story short, I agree with you that you need to walk into a conversation with an open mind about what these people think, what this person thinks. Well, because perhaps if you're not, you're going into the conversation probably more often than not with a stereotype. Yeah. Um you know, like I said, just filling in the blanks or filling in the edges. I like to think of it maybe as a picture, like each person you meet is a picture and Mm -hmm. the parts you don't know, you fill in with a stereotype, unless Mm -hmm. 
you really actively listen and engage in a conversation with them without trying to constantly perhaps impose your own ideas or mm-hmm. block off ones that they might have. Or... Yeah. And, yeah, that's... I like that painting thing. It helps me visualize. I love the... I love little... What do you call those? Metaphor? Analogies. Analogies. Type. I love analogies. Is that an analogy? I guess. I guess. Some kind of comparison. Some sort of... Something. I do like... Yeah. The... The... No, don't put a stereotype on somebody. You never know what they went through in life and why they support something. Maybe somebody is vegetarian because they, as a kid, witnessed like the unethical slaughtering of animals in uh, whatever animal factory, and they saw it a lot. And they love animals a lot. And that's why they're vegetarian. They just, that, you know, left an imprint on them. And some meat lover says, oh, why are you vegetarian? You you probably believe this, this, and that. Oh, well, whatever. What the heck? Meat's awesome. But if you'd seek to understand them, maybe have a conversation with them. Oh, why? Why are you vegetarian? What happened? Or why did, why, you know, what is this? Is it just dietary? Or is it this? And they would say, no, because I experienced this as a kid and it scarred me and I have a love for animals and I prefer not to eat them. It's like, okay. Well, that gives you a, a better understanding of that person and why they, do, why they think that, why, are, why they are vegetarian. And that's just a little example, and maybe not even as in-depth as it could be, but I think that's the case for most everybody in this world with regards to most of what they believe right right so i think that's really important to just listen not just hear them listen and understand them and seek out like why they are the way they are mm-hmm. listen to their their story who they are cuz who the person is who you are as a person is just a summation of your past experiences, your past um, knowledge that you have taken and learned from the people that you've been around in life, the culture you've been around in life, uh, the cultures you've been exposed to, the knowledge you've learned from your parents, your family, uh, the unfortunate experiences that you've had to uh, undergo. That's what makes a person a person and why they believe what they believe. And walking into a conversation, understanding that and respecting that and exchanging knowledge with them in that way, I think would lead into a very fruitful conversation that might in turn change your mind or change their mind, perhaps, maybe not even change their minds at all. Maybe they part ways, disagreeing just the same. But hopefully you have learned a little bit about them, about their experiences, and that mutual respect for the human being is still there, which I think is in jeopardy today. I would agree with that. And I think, you know, obviously along the same lines, um, people are often so, like, strong headed I guess for lack of a better term in a conversation Mm -hmm. what they believe because they think that 
oh, well, it works so well for me and, you know, my past experiences and who I am as a person that it must work for you. When that thought, in fact, invalidates the fact that humans are all different people and uniquely individuals, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that it's very harmful to go into a conversation thinking that everything you've experienced is going to perfectly translate over to um, what the other person is perhaps not experienced. I didn't say that right, but like what you believe is going to perfectly translate to mm-hmm. the other person's life and help them be better as a person when in fact it might not. Yeah, I mean they might be an introvert so going out and meeting someone new might drain them whereas the extrovert they might be get energy and might be refreshing to go outside and just meet someone new mm-hmm. like that is that what you're kind of yeah saying? i mean like kind yeah um i mean it can be yeah i mean that's kind of a different example than i was thinking but um sorry I'm, I'm to... <laughs> oh no no that's fine i was just going back to the vegetarian thing oh yeah almost mm-hmm. I mean, just because that's a really easy example is i think a lot of vegetarians you know they like to be like well everyone should be vegetarian mm-hmm. you know but that's just not possible for everyone mm-hmm. um and not even plausible really for everyone and just because it works for you doesn't mean that it's going to work for the next person mm-hmm. so me assuming that everyone is going to be a better person or a better individual because they're a vegetarian is like i said invalidating the fact that every human is unique and different yeah i don't know yeah i don't know that makes sense definitely um you know one person, my musical theater. I said it. I said it. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're out there. And they might have an ear for some odd form of music. You know? What do you do there? You're made differently. Naturally like this more. You can't help it. You know? What do you, you, just, you can't... I'm sorry, musical theater isn't just for everybody out in the world that's just not the case I don't think and you know somebody might like something else and it's just you know sorry Annalise it's just the way it is no it's okay maybe that person that likes a different type of music should write a musical with uh, that music that music <laughs> <laughs> musical theater see it is everything that's funny um I mean there are just so many different types of musicals with yeah that's so true many different that's types true of music. that is true um so if you feel like we've exhausted that type of the conversation, um, yeah, I mean I think we handled it pretty well. What do you think? I think so too. I'm gonna ask you for to give the people, um, the many many people, um, some tips. So what are some, what are some tips that you have perhaps for listeners to engage in conversation with people, especially maybe if they're with their family right now or maybe not with their what would you say to them to help them engage in these com- in conversations in a more meaningful and open way? Yeah. Um, well, first, if you've made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, just want to put that out there. Thank you. Love my fans. <laughs> um, yeah, you've made it. That was, I talked a while, so I apologize. Um, you take a squirt gun and you squirt yourself in the crotch area while you're talking to them. And it looks like you peed yourself. And then they become more comfortable with talking to you. So, 
honestly, the, uh, I would say as an advice, don't be afraid to enter into conversations and be intentional with people while being kind to them. The hardest thing I would say is being rejected when you're trying to do this and being rejected in an unkind way, saying, no, screw you, I don't like you, get out of my face, you know, even if it's a family member. And that's really hard and sad. And in that case, it's really difficult to still love them and respect them as a human being. And, I mean, I would still say to love them and respect them as a human being, even still. But for those that are willing to have conversations with you and listen, I would say taking that step of being initiating and being the one to reach out. You say, you know, they never reach out to me or talk to me or whatever. And yes, I understand. I experienced that with my 10 siblings. Oh, they never reach out to me. It's hard. But taking that step of reaching out and being caring to them, even outside of that conversation, but just in your thought, in your actions towards every human being in love and respect. And then taking that action of, you know, being, it's hard being vulnerable and saying, Hey, I think XYZ, let's have a good conversation about this. What do you think? It just takes that step, that step of courage, um, of being vulnerable, like you said, of taking that step of potentially being shut down or potentially being engaged in conversation, but being disagreed with. And it's a courageous, noble act that is not common in this world. And... I think that's what you need, and that's what it takes. It's courage, being noble, a loving human being. Those seem like straightforward, but surprisingly those aren't so common in today's world, and that's what you need to do, I would say, in order to spread that, you know, spread the love, yo, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what is necessary. Well, I think that's a perfect place to... To leave it, if you feel close like out. to close Seal out. The um, yeah, thank you for coming on yeah, today. Yeah, thank you. And if you liked this episode and you liked all the other episodes that you've listened to, please subscribe to Annalise's wonderful <laughs> podcast. We really enjoyed having you here. Um, and goodbye, uh, musical theater, and all supportive people <laughs> that are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs>